What has happened with the four-star players over the course of PJ Flex time? Have they stayed? Have they gone? What has the production been? That's what we're going to talk about on Locked On Golden Gophers. Hey, you are no Locked happens, On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week. And today we're talking about those four-star guys, the highest recruits during PJ Flex time here with the Gophers, and what have they done so far, or have they moved on? I want to dive into it because we talk about wanting four stars, wanting five star guys, but what has the production been for the Gophers in their time with the new coach, or I guess it's not a new coach, with the latest head coach, and I want to dive in. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any comments, don't miss any topics like we're talking about today over on YouTube, and also leave a five-star review wherever you get the podcast so others can find the show and we can continue to build the community and really make this the show to go for Gophers Sports. Now, like I said, we're talking about the four stars and what it has been under Coach Fleck. And first, we got to talk about the number of four stars before we can dive in deep. Now, in Coach's Coach Flex time here, he has had seven recruiting classes with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And during those seven recruiting classes, this is how the Gophers have finished in the rankings. Now, I'm going to give you the rankings for both 247 and on three, who both give you consensus ratings across the top recruiting platforms in different weighted systems. So that's why we're going to give both of their rankings. 2017, you had a 59th ranked class, 4247, 62nd ranked for on three, the lowest of Coach Flex time, but it makes sense because it was his first class as well. 2018, he comes in with the 38th ranked class on 247, 37th on on three. 2019, he has the 45th ranked class in 247 and 42nd class on on three. 2020, he had the 38th ranked class across both platforms. 2021, he had the 39th ranked class on 247, the 28th ranked class on on three, the highest by far of any of the ranking sites in his time with the Gophers. Then in 2022, we saw 49th ranked class in 247 and the 51st ranked class on on three. And then finally, this past year's class, we had the 44th ranked class on 247 and 46th ranked class on on three. Now, although we hope that that recruiting ranking will continue to trend upwards and we'll get into the 20s, hopefully more often, the low 30s more often, right now we're consistently seeing that 38th rank to the 45th rank. That's kind of the average area that we're looking at for consensus team ranking. But hopefully with more success comes more highly ranked classes and more players wanting to come to play to Minnesota We've had the past three full seasons, nine wins in each of them. So hopefully that trend continues to progress forward. Hopefully we can get some more double digit seasons under the belt. And that way more higher rated recruits will want to continue to head to the Gophers. Now, though the winning has ticked up with Coach Fleck, there's still been zero five-star players to come to the Gophers at all. But when it comes to four stars, 
we've seen uh, mixed results. We've seen about one to four guys on uh, consistently coming per class and an average of two guys each year when it comes to four stars. Now, when it comes to the first class in 2017, we saw zero. In 2018, we saw three four stars come from both platforms, three four stars total. 2019, zero across both platforms. 2020, we saw two four stars on 247 and three four stars on on three. 2021, we saw four four stars across the platforms. 2022, we saw two four stars across the platforms. And in 2023, we saw one four star on 247 and two four stars on on three. Now, again, I want to stress all, take all of this with a little bit of grain of salt. You shouldn't be star watching to the fullest, but I wanted to dive into what has the results been for these four-star or higher rated recruits. Is it been all it's hyped up to be? Is it a mixed bag or what has been the results for these higher rated guys? Now, again, like I said, I want to take all of it with a grain of salt because I know for a fact I have literally seen... 247 list Cameron James as a four-star guy from his draft or his time where he was being recruited throughout that entire time to landing with the Gophers in the 2021 class through the 21 season, through the 22 season, and by the conclusion of this past season, somehow, someway, Cameron James has turned into a three-star prospect, even though he hasn't been in high school for two years now. So the rankings... They can be a little sneaky sometimes. They can be a little shifty sometimes. So take it with a little bit of grain of salt because things are constantly changing and it's hard to keep track. But I literally have my notes from back August show against the offensive line and can see firsthand that he definitely was ranked that high on the platform. So like I said, take it with a grain of salt. But on average, Minnesota gets about two four-star guys per year. And yet the talent development, the professional development under Coach Flex time has been a step in the right direction. So we've discussed the number of four-star guys, but I want to talk about who are these four-star guys and what they have done. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at Built Bar. You have to check it out. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. It's good for you. It tastes good. I don't know how they do it, but they make it all work. And so I definitely want you to check it out. It's power packed with protein, at least 17 grams of protein. And that's great to tide you over from lunch to dinner, breakfast to lunch, or even hit after a workout or something of the sort. Feel yourself back up. So definitely give it a try. They got flavors galore. And you can check out all of those flavors over at Built.com. And while you're there, if you want to order some, you can use promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You can use that each time you head to the site, or if you don't want to wait online, you can head into brick and mortar stores like Sam's Club and Walmart, where you will find Built Bars, and you can get them in a four pack just to sample it out, or you can get them in a 13 pack to stock up, but definitely check it out, Built.com or at a Walmart or Sam's Club today. Thank you, Gophers fans, for listening to Locked On Golden Gophers and making us the first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. Now, like I said, we've talked about the number of four-star guys to come to the program, which has been about 15 players. We're going to count Cameron James, so 15 players that have been four-stars in Coach Flex time here with the Gophers. So of those 15 players, let's talk about the results. Now, eight of those 15 players have left the program or are no longer with the program. So a little over half, but it's not all bad. But 
six of those players so six of the eight have transferred now that is the bad that is the non-good the results haven't all been negative for the Gophers with those transfers but let's talk about those six transfers the first being Curtis Dunlap he had some some good results with the Gophers he started in 12 games in the 2019 season which was Coach Flex's best season by far on top of that he played in four games as a freshman one start in the bowl game as a freshman in 2018 before that 2019 season 2020 didn't play in the COVID year 2021 played in five games with three starts all of these starts came at the right guard position across the years, but then hit the transfer portal, went to Rutgers, a conference rival, and started in all 12 games at Rutgers in 2022. Then you move on to a guy like Octavian Brown, who also left to a conference rival in Michigan State. Now, he didn't see any time with the Gophers in his one season here. He goes on to Michigan State and definitely hasn't really gotten much opportunity there either. He's only really played on special teams. He's seen some snaps on defense, but a majority of his time comes from special teams. And he has had five total tackles in two full seasons where he's played in 12 games across those two full seasons. Then you move on to another four-star guy who transferred. He left us. His name is Kai Thomas. He's a running back. He left for Kansas. Now, in his time with the Gophers, in his true freshman season, he led the entire team in rushing yards. Now, that came in a season where we lost Mo Ibrahim. We lost Bryce Williams. We lost Trey Potts. And so the next two guys that stepped up were Tavion, or not Tavion Brown, were Kai Thomas and Bucky Irving. Those two true freshmen led the running back room. Kai Thomas led the entire room with 824 rushing yards on 166 attempts, five yards of carry, six total touchdowns in nine games. He moves on to Kansas and he still plays in nine games, but does not see the same results at all. So 162 total rushing yards as opposed to the 824 he saw here. And he had three total touchdowns as opposed to the six total touchdowns he had here on 53 attempts, which gave him a 3.1 yards per carry as opposed to the five yards of carry he saw in Minnesota. So definitely a huge dip in production, and it led to another transfer. He hit the portal again, and in 2023, he will will be playing at Kent State with former Gopher running back coach and new head coach of the Kent State Flashes, Coach Kenny Burns. So we'll see if he can tick that production back up into some success. Now, we mentioned another transfer in that, talking about Kai Thomas, in Bucky Irving, who also led that running back room in 2021 that was injury-stricken. But Bucky Irving is by far the biggest gut punch to Gophers fans when it came to the transfers that have left our program. Here, he saw 966 all-purpose yards, which was a team lead. 699 of those were on the ground, 133 attempts total, which gave him 5.3 yards per carry, which was first on the team for the Gophers and ninth in the Big Ten in 2021. Now, in 2022, he moves on to Oregon, where he was given some NIL money, which we don't know the numbers, but we know that was part of the reason for leaving, which is unfortunate and it stinks, but He still balled out, and you love to see it for the former golfer. 13 games played, 12 starts, 1,058 rushing yards, 156 attempts, and five touchdowns, which led to a 6.78 yards per carry. He was getting it done on the ground, but it wasn't only on the ground. He also saw a bunch of receptions for 299 yards and three touchdowns in the air, He was a coach's All-Pac-12 honorable mention, PFF All-Pac-12 first team, and the Holiday Bowl MVP of their bowl game. He was the most 
impactful departure by far. Now, the final two transfers were Cameron James, who left to Jackson State, hasn't played any bit for the Gophers, and looks to get some opportunities at Jackson State in 2023. And Steven Ortiz, similar, did not see any time with the Gophers in his two years here and is moving on to UMass, where he'll look to get some opportunities. So those were the six transfers, two of them being able to start a ton of games for another program, two of them that have had not very much success moving forward, and two of them that haven't played at all and are looking for more opportunities. So mixed, mixed results there, but the I said there are eight players who are no longer with the program. That leaves two other players we haven't talked about, and that's because those players have balled out and they went on to be drafted, ironically, for the same team in the Baltimore Ravens. And that's Rashad Bateman, who was the 2021 first-round pick, and Daniel Falele, who was the 2022 fourth-round pick. Now, Bateman has seen a mixed bag of results for the Baltimore Ravens due to injuries. In his first year, his rookie year, he didn't play until week six because of injuries. And then once he got on the field, he showed out with 515 yards and a touchdown in the 12 games. 2022, he started the year hot. In the first three games of the season, he put up 226 of his 285 yards on the year and had both of his touchdowns in those three games as well before playing two more games and then being injured for the rest of the season with the Ravens. So he has the crazy upside and he has shown that in his brief time, he just needs to get healthy and we're hoping that 2023 is a healthy season for him. But in his time with the Gophers, that man went absolutely Hog wild, crazy, played in 31 games over three years, and one of those were the COVID years. So it's really two and a half years, had 2,395 total receiving yards, 19 touchdowns, and an average of 16.3 yards per catch. Now he has school records of sophomore receiving yards, sophomore receiving touchdowns, freshman receptions, and freshman receiving yards, all records he holds for the program, as well as the largest single game receiving yards in a game at TCF Bank Stadium with 203 that he saw versus Penn State in 2019. He also has all honors, conference honors, all Big Ten and third team, all Big Ten first team. He was the third team All-American. He was the outstanding freshman of the year in 2018, Big Ten freshman of the week in 2018, also a team MVP in 2019 and a Blitnikoff finalist in 2019. So lots of success here with the Gophers. Then you move on to Daniel Falele. He didn't get a whole bunch of time in his rookie year, but he did see a heavy number of snaps in three games, played in five games total, but three of those games he played against very tough defenses. We're talking the Patriots, we're talking the Bills, and we're talking the Broncos. Now he gave up four sacks, two of them each in the New England game and in the Broncos game where he saw spare snaps in both of them, 53 snaps against New England, 34 snaps against Denver, had some struggles, but he did get one start versus the Bills where he had 70 snaps. He had zero sacks, zero QB hits in those 70 snaps. So he has shown some talent and some flashes in the rookie season. Now he's the first tackle behind both the left tackle and the right tackle. So hopefully we'll see more from him to come. But in his time with the Gophers, he played in 34 games, started 31 games, anchored one of the best offensive line units in the country during his time here. Was a senior bowl participant, all Big Ten first team, all Big Ten third team, all Big Ten honorable mention two times, an outstanding offensive freshman in 2018 for the Gophers, and an AP Press all Big Ten second team. He 
definitely had some success, had some thriving for the Gophers. And so that is what has been those eight players that are no longer with the team. Again, a wide variety of results across the board, but that means there are seven other four stars that are still on the roster. And that's what I want to talk about coming up next is how they've done or what is to come. Gophers fans, we're wrapping this thing up with the four stars that are still on the roster. That's seven of the 15 that Coach Fleck has seen in his time here. Now, we have one from the 2020 class, two from the 21 class, two from the 22 class, and two from the 23 class. Those players are Daniel Jackson, Ethan Kalik Manis, Devin Eastern, Trey Bixby, Anthony Smith, Darius Taylor, and Greg Johnson. Now, two of these players have seen healthy opportunities and been impact players for the Gophers in Calic Manis and in Jackson. They'll both be huge, prominent players for the next season and possibly the next two seasons for both of them. And I think they will be prominent features across the offense. Then you have two other guys who have had minimum opportunities, but I think that the hope and the goal and the focus is to get them to be key prominent role players on the defense in Anthony Smith and Devin Eastern. And then we have three that haven't seen the field or any opportunity yet. And two of those have just joined the program. So all of them hold a lot of upside. All of them hold a lot of potential that the Gophers hope to see as staples in their program. And I think Greg Johnson and Trey Bixby, we might not see them in this 23 season next year. I hope that Greg Johnson absolutely balls out, finds a way to play, gets a starting opportunity for the Gophers. That would be chef's kiss. Perfect to see the potential of the young guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if he hit the red shirt in his first year, got an entire year to grow with Coach Callie, and then stepped into a bigger role in the 24 season. And Trey Bixby, I could see a similar thing. He had he was injured for most of the season in 2022, so hopefully he's healthy and able to really scrap it out and grow within the program in 2023. Now, Darius Taylor is the one that is the biggest question mark for me because I think he's going to be a high-impact player. It's just a matter of does he get it in his true freshman season or does he use a red shirt or smaller opportunity to grow within the program and then really take over in 2024? That's kind of the biggest question with him, but I do think he will be a staple in this offense for years to come. So that's those three. But as for the other four, like I said, I expect major minutes, especially heading into this next year. Obviously, Ethan's going to be quarterback one. We saw the flashes. We've seen what he's done. We've seen the the potential with Ethan Kaliakmanis. And we've talked about him a lot here on the show. I think he's going to be a staple and a center point of the Minnesota offense for years to come. And so obviously he'll be a prominent role, but Daniel Jackson is another player that I think will continue to grow within the program. Last year, he led the entire team in receiving yards with 557 receiving yards and five touchdowns on 37 receptions. Now, across the season last year, he saw five top-notch games. He had 73 yards and two touchdowns in the bowl game versus Syracuse, 86 yards and a touchdown versus Wisconsin. Nebraska, he had 88 yards. Purdue, he had 110 yards. And then Michigan State, he had 42 yards and two touchdowns. Now, I think he has the opportunity to continue to build off of those results and hopefully land in that 800 to one thousand yards in this next season in an offense that hopefully will have a stronger passing attack more of a passing focus not a complete passing focus just more than we've seen in the past 
And hopefully he can finish with about five or six touchdowns and really put himself on the draft map for some NFL teams, come back for a final season, ball out, and hopefully get drafted. So I think Daniel Jackson, the best is still yet to come. The final two players are Devin Easter and Anthony Smith. Both have seen limited opportunities on the field. Both have high upside, have NFL bodies, have the build, could be impact players, and hopefully coach Dila Tibadir can really take them to the next level on that defensive line to be studs, to be impact players in the conference, and to bring a pass rush from both the interior from Devin Eastern and the exterior from Anthony Smith. If they can do that, if they can switch it up and capitalize on that weakness of last year's Gophers defense and bring it as a strength, Look out, folks. Look out. Those are two players that I'm definitely high on. They've been developing, and now is the time for minutes, and now is the time to capitalize on potential and turn it into production, and I think both are primed for success. So looking at the 15 players, you've seen a wide variety of results, a mixed bag of results, but it looks like the seven that we have on the roster should be staples and pillars for the program. Two went on to the NFL, and two went on to ball out at different programs now Curtis Dunlap started 12 games I'm not going to say he balled out but he is there so so that is 11 players that have had some sort of impact they've had the quality they've had that four star ring true and given development to not only the Gophers program but also some other programs out there so 11 out of the 15 have made a difference and the other four are looking for more opportunities or to tick it back up So the four stars have been a moderate success here with Coach PJ Fleck, and the best is hopefully yet to come. Now, that's going to do it for us on today's show of Locked On Golden Gophers. We got another show coming this afternoon, evening, talking about the Big Ten tournaments and the three teams that we have in the winter sports that are heading to the tournaments. We'll talk about what the outlook is for them coming up later this afternoon. Be sure to hit subscribe. I appreciate you. Let me know what you think down in the comments. I'll see you later. Row the boats, got you, man. Go Gophers.